We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is the True Faith Match Review Podcast. I'm Norman Rayley and I'm joined by Paul Lyon to talk about the spectacular FA Cup fourth round match between Newcastle United and Oxford United, which obviously saw the plucky underdogs Newcastle <laughs> go into the hat for the fifth round with a battle and draw against the high flying League One side. Um, <laughs> Paul, you were there. I was. Um, lucky man. And uh, first of all, mate, tell me about your, your pre match experience, who you. Who you're with huh. and what your expectations were. Oh, and another note, welcome back. It's been a while, um, as I'm sure listeners are aware. Yeah. So, welcome back. Um, obviously, it was an ACL that was keeping you out for such a long time. Wasn't it was, it? mate. Aye. Um, aye. Big injury. It's a big injury. It is, and, it, and well, that's what, I, that's what we've been telling the press anyway. But, um, aye. aye. Uh, I'm, ba- I'm back up and running, so happy days. But, um, I well, as for today, my, um, my expectations was... Um, I thought we were just going to go in nice routine win in that um, very much like the Rochdale replay uh, get a couple of early goals and just coast our way through it you know um, by the looks of it I think that's what the players had in their mind as well but uh, without actually applying themselves but anyway um, I took me uh, I took my young son up uh, Ben who was four um who was at the? He was at the Chelsea game actually the week before. Um, managed to sleep through the winning goal. Um, no, good lad. Yeah, <laughs> how he didn't fall asleep through this one, uh, I'll never know. But um, I so I, I was meeting up with a, a lot of the uh, the regular match day going folk. Um, they've also got uh, young kids, similar age to Ben. Um, so it was a chance just to pile them all into the into the Melbourne stand all together. Um, and just I have a have a jolly old time uh, watching watching goals fly in from all all ends, but um, that wasn't the bee. But I uh, I think I end up getting about fourteen tickets or something. Um, so oh that was good. Like uh, that that aspect of the game um, of the day uh, was was really positive. Like the boys mm-hmm. all seem to enjoy it and that. And uh, I mean not that they know what they're letting themselves in for, like. But <laughs> um, you know they're only four and five year old, you know. But um, uh, I saw all that was good. I like I say, really positive in terms of um, expectations for the game, um, and even like the like the, the pre-match chat. Pre-match chat was all about like, oh, you know, I've, we'll get through this. We're, we're talking about like booking hotels in bloody London and all sorts like for come uh, come the end of the season, like. But uh, aye, it's uh, it's just typical Newcastle, you know, just to put a damper on things, you know. 
it's interesting, mate, that you say, you know, about the, the kind of confidence you felt beforehand because yeah. I think it's that kind of complacency that sometimes sneaks in. So, mm-hmm. and as a Newcastle fan, one thing that we, you know, we should learn and what we what we should have learned over the years is never to be complacent. But I was guilty of it today. Um, obviously, wasn't up for the match, so had it. Was listening to it through the uh, the club website, listening to um, Rears Beck and Anderson, mm-hmm. and I was out um, with the dog, and you know, I, I just thought, oh, we'll get a goal. It's not we're not a bother. We'll get a goal. We'll get a goal. Um, and you know, I suppose the first thing actually before the match even kicked off, looking at the lineup, you know, Bruce backed up what he'd said in the lead up to the game in terms of wanting to do well in the cup. He selected a really, really strong side. Um, and when I saw that team, I just thought this is going to be, it ought to be, a relative walk in the park. I'm not like, that's not taking anything away from Oxford in the sense that I thought we're going to go out and battle them 4 0. You know, we saw what happened against against Rochdale and Oxford, looking at the league positions, are an infinitely better side. Um, but my overwhelming feeling was this will be all right. Um, I don't know how you felt when you saw the lineup, did that kind of strengthen your. You're resolved in the sense that you just thought, yeah, this this is going to be pretty formulaic. Yeah, yeah, certainly did. Um, I was just happy to see a new a new name on the on the team sheet uh, in uh, Bentelab. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I didn't I didn't really pay much attention to it if I'm honest. Uh, I was just like any any side that would put out should be enough to to get past uh, Oxford again. No disrespect, I know it's just like we are a couple of leagues ahead of them. Though yeah. the the game today, you, you wouldn't have really thought that in terms of performance. But um, I just seen obviously Darlow coming in for for sorry, excuse me uh, for um, Debravka. Um, that was just that was I, I wasn't really shocked by that, and I wasn't worried about that neither. Um, the, the the back line was pretty. Solid as well. We've got plenty of centre backs in there that are, that can do a job in the Premier League. Never mind against a League One outfit. Um, the midfield, I thought um, it was a good good chance for Sean Long- Longstaff to um, you know maybe uh, regain a bit of form against uh, like say if he was coming back from injury or or like like say he'd gone out of the side. This is the kind of opposition you want to put him up against, so you can just sort of almost run the show. Um, and then you've got the front three, where that's probably our strongest front three, um, despite the the lack of goals from it. That is, in terms of transfer fees, that's uh, you can't really pick any stronger. So I was thinking, well, aye, it just it's just sort of yeah, this 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 job would be done without much without much uh, of a, a, th- a threat on on our on our side of things in terms of uh, conceding and and without really having to stretch ourselves too much, we really should have. That should that team should have been strong enough to get that early couple of goals perhaps and and just sort of like you say coast through it. But I mean, when it when it comes to the actual game, which I'm sure we'll talk about, it just that just didn't materialise whatsoever. I suppose um, the the lineup, as you say, should have been strong enough to just start off on the front foot and almost just bully Oxford into conceding exactly early on. That, and aye. I, I suppose in terms of the confidence that you felt and the people you're with, you know, you know, like on the way at the stadium, what 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 I always like to get a feel for is um, when you're heading, you know, when you're in the city a couple of hours beforehand, yeah. and then you're heading up to the stadium, you get like a, you get like a sense of how the day might pan out. I think, mm-hmm. um, and a lot of the time it is pretty accurate. And today, I just thought I wouldn't have that kind of urgency amongst the fans, that like level of excitement, like yeah, we're in the cup, 
fourth round at home. First seven years, we've got a chance of going through the fifth round. Like, was there kind of a, do you think there was like a, a almost jovial, let's get this done kind of atmosphere when you were walking in, or was it was it pretty flat, or how how, how did you perceive it? Um, I would say it, it sort of matched the weather in a, in a way. It was a bit it was a bit grey and a bit a bit chilly in that, but um, damn, aye, but like it was just, it didn't really really feel like we're to a big sort of like almost season defining game in terms of like keeping it alive and having something to play for uh, there wasn't that real buzz about it um, I must admit though there was plenty of numbers like in terms of people who were in their shirts and, and all that it was just like they got they got that cheap ticket and it was just they were turning up and you know the, the crowd need to uh, participate as much as obviously the team do and you know you, you need to turn up um, there wasn't really that sort of hustle and bustle that you'd probably get from a league game, I must admit. Um, and so, but like, like I say, I was pretty much focused on 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 the young lads uh, that I had with with were, and and they were like they were buzzing. They were like, when mm. when can I go to the football, Dad? And I was just keep getting uh, getting tugged on me on me uh, arm and I saying when we're going in, when we're going in. So. Like that kind of excitement was was great to see, and I think that was it must have been quite similar to other uh, dads taking their sons and daughters because obviously with the with the ticket prices it was it was made for that you know and and I uh, like obviously them kids are like looking at the older the older uh, generation for the songs to join in with and uh, I I don't think they they were really forthcoming today. Um, but like, like I say, fifty-two thousand there. But like, let's say it could have, it probably could have been thirty, and I think that they would have probably made it more, just as much uh, racket, if not more. Um, so, like, sort of reflecting on it, I think, uh, I think the atmosphere sort of matched the game in a in a sense. Uh, that that happens, doesn't it? I mean, that that'll I suppose take me into the first question as the match kicks off. Um, you know. If you get a good start of the game off the players look up for it, then that'll filter to the crowd. And I suppose vice versa to a certain extent. It's you know, what comes first is it the crowd's enthusiasm and then the players matter or is the players give the crowd something to get enthusiastic about. Mm-hmm. Um so in in that uh, in that sense, how how did the game start? I'm gonna uh, you know, I'm gonna guess that it didn't start particularly well, but did did we start off brightly, you know, did did the players look a little bit off the pace? Did they look like they were on it? Um, how how did they kind of kick off? And then sort of the first 15, 20 minutes, how, how did that go? Uh, first 15, 20, um, it, it was, the, both teams were sort of feeling each other out, which is like, mm. uh, I in a league game, you sort of, okay, opposition of a similar level, you think, all right, so, like you say, you, you get a little bit of a standoff, but like you don't really, I wasn't expecting that against the league one outfit. I was thinking, why don't we just like, you know, just put gun for yeah, it. Yeah, gun for it. I mean, like put almost put them out of bed and uh, out of bed, out out the sort of pasture like early doors. But it's just like it was. Uh, I don't know. It was a bit tentative. Um, again, it I, was it a lack of application. I don't know. If that seems a bit harsh, but it was just like uh, just just keep the ball, lads. We'll we'll see this through. And then Oxford sort of. They they were they tried to be um, tried to force the game a little bit and we started on the front foot and you could see they they they're the it's their cup final in a way it's like it's the biggest crowd the the club never mind the the set of players has played played in front of for a long time um, 
and they they were they weren't just there to sort of make up numbers. I think um, they looked a bit more plucky than than what we did. Um, and I just think some of the players were a bit. I don't know. Like Maxim was he he just looked a bit rusty. And when you have got games like this, you you you're really looking at him and and potentially like Miggy. Uh, on the other side, just to like sort of these players that they're up against it shouldn't be any sort of effort and to get past them and, and put balls in the box and things like that and it didn't really transpire on, on the uh, on the field that day and not, not in the first 15-20 no way um, very sort of just just short of lackadaisical and um, it was just uh, like well, kick, well, a few passes went out, out, uh, out for throw-ins and things like that you just say this isn't this isn't right. We didn't really sort of uh, get on, like on, like create a bit of momentum. That just wasn't that just wasn't there from the from the get go. It's so interesting if you look at our results this season, how where we get our points from. Yeah. And like we get our points. We tend to get our points from games that I genuinely believe most of them I haven't expected to get anything. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like, don't get me wrong, we haven't played like absolute world beat as in many matches at all this season, if any. No. Um, but there is a reason of the game that say does, you know, look more disciplined, well drilled, and a bit more determined. And then it seems that those games where you know we, to a certain extent, we're expected to, to possibly win, even to possibly win. Like I, you know, I'll refer to to Everton at home after coming back after off off a good, off on a good run. Mm-hmm. Watford at home would would seem to really struggle to raise to raise the game and to get lifted for it. And um, you know, watching the, I'll say. It, Highlights, you know, air quotes around that. Um, <laughs> yeah. Before and listening to it on the radio, it sounded to me like they just the players just couldn't raise the game, and, and that was really, really frustrating. Um, because obviously, you know, we ought to be putting Oxford away, as you say, mm-hmm. and we did. It did seem that we created a few chances. You know, on the radio, they sound so much closer than they actually were. Um, yeah. And then when you get a chance to look at them, you're like, oh, maybe it wasn't. <laughs> It wasn't that clear cut, but you know, I'm I'm thinking in particular of the chances that Lascelles had, yeah. which possibly could have had a penalty, uh, which had a penalty shout. I think Vavar, Joe Linton, Almiron, um, the, the finishing just looked a bit erratic and sloppy. And I suppose yeah. you know, is that is that what it looked like to you? And, and was that a kind of a reflection of the wider performance? Yeah, I think so. Um, it's like you say, the chances were, were snatched at. Um, I mean, Lascelles' header must be from about six yards out of that. Um, the penalty shout seemed to. Uh, a genuine one, like from where I was sat, mm. um, but obviously it went to VAR and it came back uh, no foul. But um, I, it was just I did I didn't it's, it's hard to put your finger on because I think you're right, and we're getting these points out, out from places we're not expected to because we're raising the game, which is all well and good, but it sort of it it makes us worry about the fixtures that we've got coming up against the so-called. Like let well not lesser teams, but teams around were, because um, yeah. the onus is on us, and I don't think we do well um, when that when that is the case, and that was almost case in point today, um, where like the expectation, uh, I mean rightly or wrongly, was that that we we should have uh, won that game very in a very similar style that we did against Rochdale, uh, the replay that is, um, but. Uh, there's just something in there. I, I don't Well, we haven't got. For me, if you ask, ask the question, what, what, how did Newcastle play? 
you, you couldn't really say there's a certain style to it. There's, no. You don't think, oh well, we'll play from the back and then we and then we we'll, we'll use the wings and and then we'll try and get crosses in the box because we don't regularly do that. Um, oh well, do we play through the middle? No, we don't because we've got just got midfielders that just seem to run around and try and chase the ball. Um, we don't have any sort of creativity, creativity in there, and not in the centre centre of the park, and that was really, really lacking that day. Um, uh. Well, let's like say it was Longstaff, Sean Longstaff's uh, chance to really impose himself on the game that day, and it just we we totally lost in there. We didn't have any sort of uh, real influence in there. But I mean, that's not that's not against the the, the new signing uh, Ben Alaba. I think he was solid enough. Um, but um, in terms of like what, how we react to the pressure when it's uh, when it's on us to win the game, it's just it's the same old story. It was uh, you see, we haven't got the it feels like we haven't got the players, but we have we have spent a bit of money on on that front three there, and I don't know. I was we try to get the ball them as much as we can, but it just it just doesn't for some reason we just kind of unlock the door. Um, and I don't know whether that is a sort of uh, a mental thing or. Or what? It's. Uh, I mean, we're sat here talking about it, but we haven't got the answers, and we we'll hope that somebody on that bloody coaching staff knows what they're doing. So they need. Uh, it's almost like a mental block that we need to get over. Well, that's that. That's one of my fears in the sense that look, we've just brought in um, Ben Taleb mm-hmm. and Lazaro, and I guess what we're doing is you know we're looking at these kind of players for moments of inspiration. Yeah. And I think you know there's there's always the danger and the fear that I have that you can bring in as many creative players as you want but if you don't have a system set up for them mm-hmm. then all you're doing is you're just kind of relying on them to produce moments of magic you know I look, I look at a team like Man United at the moment mm-hmm. with Solskjaer in charge he's got a collection of good players there yeah. and all he hopes for is for those players to produce those moments of magic because they can do but that, that doesn't sustain you and that's the impression I'm getting a little bit at the moment um in terms of our, how, how much we actually create or how little we create is that there isn't necessarily a, a style and imprint or a, of a style of football and we're just saying like well if we, def- if we defend well then the other players who can create they'll take care of everything else yeah. without it actually being this kind of you know this drilled tactical setup of how we're actually going to attack and try and get through other teams mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> I might be completely wrong but that's that's the feeling I get and that's the feeling I got from you know Watching the Chelsea match to a certain extent, um, yeah. Everton, Oxford today, um, but you know we're looking for these. We're looking at these creative players for these moments of magic. Do you, does Ben look like the player who might be able to give us something? And and also let, let's take that and let's look at John Joe Shelby. Him being missing today, do you think this is the kind of game that he might have had an impact in? In, in terms of Ben, by the way, regardless how he played today, regardless of what you're going to tell me, I will caveat it with. This is the lad's first game in months and months yeah. and months, so you know <clears throat> I don't think we're going to be basing any long-term opinions on how we of him and how he performed today. But just mm-hmm. I'll just be interested to see what kind of instinctual feel you got from him. Yeah, um, <coughs> let's see. He, he did look a little bit short of match, match practice, but he was keen to receive the ball in in tight areas. <coughs> um, keen, he was keen to give it back as well. It's just trying to get things moving. It was pretty solid uh, performance. He stuck his foot in and won the ball back. With, um, and looked, uh, he looked, he looked like I say solid. Um, and what, whether he's gonna take games by the scuff of the neck and win with games, I'd, we don't know. I, and it would be hard to judge him on on this one performance. But um, uh, yeah, I, I quite like what I, what I saw. Um, 
and well, he got subbed. Um, I think it must have been around, must have been seventy odd minutes or something. He was pretty knackered, like, but I'm I'm excited to see a bit more from him. Um, I thought I thought him being in the team would have given. Uh, I mentioned Sean Longstaff again, but I would give him that that bit of freedom to sort of, like say him impose himself on the game, which just didn't happen again today. And um, and like he he played a few passes like like out for throw-ins and that and I was like it just felt almost sorry for the lad he needed it to almost be taken off um, but I look excited to see see what uh, what this Ben has got like um, you'll need a run of games and, um, mm. and may, maybe uh, he might he might dovetail with uh, Shelby quite well if if uh, if Shelby's willing to play a little bit ahead of him like there's no point otherwise there'd be no point in playing the two Unless Bentelev's going to be the one that's going to be almost behind the front three and making things happen in there, because uh, I know like, like Shelby's quite deep lying at times, like and mm-hmm. he's he just wanting to play like the sixty-yard balls and that when he could be more of an influence in and around you know, opposition penalty area. But it just depends on how how and where they're going to play this new lad. It's just it's difficult to really judge on the on the, the one performance we've seen today. I think yeah, the um, I spoke with um, uh, Walid Zaini, who's a, an Algerian sports football reporter mm-hmm. uh, for Patrons, and uh, he mentioned that he, you know he thinks Bentleb is better in a kind of advanced role right. as a, a kind of a front foot attacking midfielder with a little bit of freedom. So that would that makes me think that you know he's the kind of player who <clears throat> you put Hayden behind him or Matty Longstaff, then that might help him excel. Yeah. And in terms of game, in terms of game time, well, at least he's got a replay to look forward to. Mate. There you go. There's another another seventy minutes under his belt. Um, yeah. <laughs> in terms of um, anyone in a black and white shirt today, were you impressed by anyone, or you know, let's say mildly enthused by anyone in particular? Uh, honestly, there was no real. There's no one really stood out. Um, Miguel Almiron, he he done his usual graft, um, but there was no end product of the day. Uh, I'm trying to think. I mean, Joe Linton, he 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 did he did he held the ball up Ari actually, and despite like taking a knock to the head, and he had to kept kept going to the sideline to get the uh, bandaged up and things. Um, but and then all you probably remember and, and is from like say the highlights is he's he's missed chances. Um, but I mean the the back three of Lascelles, Clark, and Share. Uh, um, that I mean they look solid enough. But like I said, there's nothing really, and you want to really hang your hat on in terms of like mm. standing out, you know. Interesting, you mentioned the defence there because obviously Gain on the highlights and listening on the radio, um, they created chances, didn't they? They, mm-hmm. they managed to get through a few times. So I was going to ask you when you were watching the match. Yeah. Could you see any <clears throat> particular gulfs that made you think they're only one side where a Premier League side, or did it look like a very evenly, two very evenly matched sides? Um, and you know, uh, to all intents and purposes, the last sort of 20 25 minutes, I got the impression that Oxford probably shaded it. Mm. I don't know, would that be fair assessment? I think so. I, it's uh, one of the first things I said to uh, one of the lads was to say, you, you wouldn't. You wouldn't notice the difference in terms of uh, uh, league position and in in terms of like level of opposition. Uh, it was very even game, and they did sort of grow into it. Um, I think the, f- the first half they were like they were 
playing the normal game, I think, um, passing it around and trying to get out. And then I think second half, they probably sat back a little bit more than, but like trying to hit one the break because I think they knew that we were trying going to try and push. Um, which I think that will happen, but they they, tend, they they did actually sort of get close to picking them off a bit, and um, they had a couple. They had flashed one uh, across goal in the second half. Mm. I, I thought it was Brown. I think one of the kid Brown. Yeah, he looked useful. He did. I I, th- I thought it was going in. It, it sort of clipped the, the 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 back stanchion type thing, and I was like, flipping now that's close." And you think that's the jolt that we needed? It like sort of um spur us on a little bit but it it just didn't we're still sort of laboured to get anywhere near their uh any anywhere near their goal um but yeah so all credit to them like but i think there's a lot to be said about our lack of uh, lack of performance rather than rather than like um them really raising their game i think they just played their mm. normal game uh, and we sort of uh not lowered herself it was just sort of matched up with them in a way uh, we, our, our level of performance dropped well that's it and as we mentioned before we, we kind of struggled in those games that were, were favourites to win uh, although admittedly there aren't many games in the Premier League where we do start off as favourites to no. win but, <laughs> you know those games I guess as a fan that you you approach and you think aye we should win today, like, oh, we'll get a win today, or this will be a good game today, it'll be a tight game, we've got a good chance of winning. Mm-hmm. And then the games you're going to thinking, ah, oh, we'll probably not get anything. We end up we end up getting results. Um, I, I don't know what, I, you know, I wish I could put my finger on that. <clears throat> um, but in terms of the crowd you mentioned before, I mean, 52,000, which, you know, is absolutely incredible. And you mentioned that it's Oxford's um, biggest crowd that they played in front of for years it's actually the biggest crowd that Oxford United have ever played in front of unless it's been a Wembley final I think they played in the they played in the 1986 League Cup final which they won yeah. Oxford United who have a domestic trophy more recently than us <laughs> which is great um, so you know who's the bigger club ask yourself <laughs> um, the, the yeah the crowd was, was magnificent but you know you, you mentioned the kind of um I suppose a lack of cup fervour on on your way into the stadium. Mm. When you when you were in there, was it one of those days where that you know that sense of foreboding kind of envelops you as a fan, and you think, yeah, it's just not going to be our day today? Or were you kind of still thinking, we'll get it, we'll get it? Or, or were you just by the sort of you know what happens to me is I guess towards the seventieth minute, I just get that feeling. It's like, nah, we're not going to break. We're not going to break them down today. We're not going to put the ball in the net. Yeah. How, how, how was that for you today? Was that was that the feeling, or was it? No, no, we'll get some. We'll get some. Uh, no, I think it was. Uh, like you see, it got to seventy minutes, and I was just looking across from you, mate, and we we're just sort of just that, you know, that look. A bit like you know when, um, yeah. you know, when Lineker turns around to, to the bench for when when Gaza's crying and that, like have a word with him. Have a word with him. <laughs> a bit like that. That kind of like look. It was just like, oh god. Um, but the only the only thing that that they sort of kept the hope the hope going was recently. Obviously, we've scored really late. Um, and that was the only thing I was sort of thinking, but even when it went over the 90 minutes, like nothing really changed. Um, I was just like, it was just like, I was looking at the clock to think, oh, just, just get it out of it, sort of thing, because I didn't think it was coming. Um, so yeah, it was just like, uh, one of those days, unfortunately, is um, when you just, when you know, you know, you know what I mean? Um, but like I say, just like I, had, I did have like Lejeune's overhead kicking me. Uh, in my mind thinking oh can we just you know do it again but uh, it's just like I think we've been quite lucky um, 
recently, obviously, like with the, the two the, the cup draws we're getting in terms of opposition, <coughs> um, the late goals of scoring and all that, um, and that did think like luck does play quite a, lot, a big part in football, and you know me, it normally sort of levels out, and you wonder like whether we've had our little quarter already. <laughs> um, or, or not, and we'll just—I suppose—we'll just have to see what what happens down there. But uh, I'm sure—I'm sure we'll mention that uh, towards the end of the year. But uh, I'm not particularly confident about that one now. Uh, it's so funny though. Like before the game, we almost had this game. This today's game won, and we're sort of like I say, we're talking about uh, like quarter-finals and reminiscing about semi-finals and the great times we've had in, in, in the FA Cup since since I've been following there, Newcastle and that and some of my greatest moments following the, the club. Let's say the semi-finals at Old Trafford, um, Rob Lee's goal at, at Wembley and, and things like that um, really stick out and it's it's one of the reasons I, I, I still go to the FA Cup and the Cup games and... Um, Despite we're, we're a recent record, I was just like I'm, I'm a bit of a sucker for it. Um, but like today, it just like it just it just wasn't it wasn't on, on the cards that we're gonna we're gonna score a goal. Unfortunately, it's the hope that kills you, mate. <laughs> it I'll tell you. <laughs> it feels like we've said that before a couple of million times, but uh, aye. It's just a, protra- a long, drawn out, protracted death, isn't it? Um, <laughs> but uh, the um, we'll move on to the manager. Um, you know, I've got my reservations about Steve Bruce uh, in terms of where I believe he can ultimately take the club from a fan's perspective. You want your club to do as well as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the moment, no two ways about it in terms of points on the board in the context of what this you know this club is now under Mike Ashley. Bruce is doing a good job. You can't you can't deny that yeah. from a fan's perspective. I want more because that, I think that's perfectly natural and perfectly normal to to want. But you know. <clears throat> with the tools that we've got, the way the club's run, he's doing well and he's helping himself, obviously, uh, and dear himself to the fans by talking about the FA Cup the way that he did in the build-up to the match. Yeah. His comments were absolutely bang on and it was great to actually hear him say he's determined to put a cup run together and then, to, you know, as I said before, to back up that those words and that determination by selecting a really strong side. Mm-hmm. Um, and... You know, I listened to his comments after the match and he was scathing. He was absolutely scathing in his assessment. To a certain extent, I did feel that. You know, he obviously didn't name names, but that felt a little bit like throwing players under the bus, um, mm. which, you know, I think has it has its time and place, no doubt. Um, but he didn't... There didn't seem to be any kind of self-reflection. Um, it was just, you know, the comments on the players weren't at the races almost. Yeah. Um, do you think that he was reasonable with that? You know, is that one that can be pinned on the players entirely, or do you think Bruce ought to take some responsibility? Um, you know, what was the adherence to the the formation that we don't deviate from? Do you think that was the right thing to do? Um, what where would you kind of point the fingers in this one? Mm. If you had to, no one those big four months. <laughs> yeah, uh, good good instinct is probably the players. To be honest, um, right? There was times I was sat in the uh, Melbourne. Uh, paddock um, area and I, I, I could see Bruce on the touchline um, he was bellowing out his instructions like he, was, he was trying to get them to play like, he was making some like arm gestures that, that looked to me that he wanted to get the uh, <laughs> was he not just trying to <laughs> yeah, you had uh, to get, get the ball wide more and and just I, he, but he, he did he looked a bit like 
I'm not getting two of these, which is never a good sign. Because mm. um, you're not in terms of ability, uh, these players should be, they should be able to get get beyond a, a, a League One fullback in terms of like wide men and that. Um, but and then you but then you think how how we played recently and well apart from the the points that we've gone at like the performances have been pretty awful. It's just like it's really difficult to watch, and if you don't get points, it's like it's like it feels like the end of the world, and we're we're gonna get relegated. Now that, that that's the performance level that we're that we're dishing out at the minute, um, but that's obviously down to Bruce and his coaching and and his way of football and all the rest of it. But I suppose he'll claim I'm just playing like this because it's the players I've got and all the rest of it. But, uh. So it's a, it's a bit of both, but today particularly, I, I do I do think a lot of it's got a, the responsibility's got to lie with the players for me. That's interesting that you say that, mate. Um, and it'll be interesting to see, you know, whether or not that's the consensus on the the voice of reason that is social media. Um, <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> but um, in terms of the personnel, I mean, today we had eighty million pounds supposedly worth of talent up front. Yeah. Um, We've got good players in the side, as we know, but we know that the squad is a little bit thin on, you know, quality and depth. Um, hence the arrival of Ben Lemnazaro on loan and the talk of a couple more players coming in. Um, and Bruce did see after the match, he said we can't make many changes because of the injuries we have. Now, mm. that's fair enough, but do you think that's kind of code for we desperately need to sign a striker? Yeah. Because... We are right. We are desperately, we are in desperate need of a striker. Do you not reckon? Uh, Despite the fact we've got eighty million pound of supposed forward talent, yeah. we need a goal scorer. Don't we do, mate. We definitely do. Um, there was chances there. Uh, well, Joe Linton's up there, and he's he's just he just snatches at chances, and he doesn't seem to ever strike as in, instinct. Uh, like when the cross does come in, he's not. He's never really attacking the ball. The ball, the ball needs to be when the cross comes in. It needs to be like on his head, or or it's just like it's it's it goes a waste. Um, and like, I don't want us just to make this like the, the the criticism of one player and all that, but we do need a striker up there, like a proper proven striker or someone who's like you know is shown uh, glimpses of like having that like instinct that's gonna um and the ability to. I mean, I'm saying like the, the ability to hold up play and 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 just get be and but also get behind and 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 make a, a nuisance of themselves and and I think Joe Linton is almost like he's, he's quite easy to mark. I, I, I quite fancy me chances myself and uh, I mean and it's uh, like I say I don't, I don't want it to be all about him because he did do some canny things today, but um, he's just I just can't see him being the answer. He's not a centre forward. He's he? not. He's not, he's not a centre forward. Yeah. No. Uh, he's a, he's a, he's a wide he's a wide lying um, attacking forward, yeah. but he's not a centre forward, and and that again, <clears throat> that was my overall feeling today was we needed someone on there. Look, I mean, you could to a certain extent in this particular game against a team like Oxford, I suppose, say Dwight Gill would have been your man to to snaffle a half chance in the six yard box yeah. to get you know to to make the defenders' lives awkward, which would in turn maybe open up a bit more space for Maximan and and Armouron. Um, you know, to get his toe on a, a loose ball in the box, mm-hmm. and that, and that, that's the kind of strike you need. But obviously, one who can do that regularly in the in the Premier League, and you just think, I wish they'd just go out and scout someone for thirty or forty million who is an an actual 
goal scoring centre forward because I think that's that's the kind of player who on a day like today when there's a bit of lethargy running through the side, that's the player who would still make the difference just by as I see a snap on that half chance. Yeah. Yeah, without doubt. I mean you could <laughs> It are you talking, we're talking Leon Best, John. We need to get Leon, Leon Best. Well, you know, I was thinking, you know, for some reason, the first name that came to my head was like somebody like, you know, like a Kevin Gallagher or something, you know, who just like stretches Aye. like Wait. defenses. Aye. Yeah. Just knows what he's doing, a bit of nouse and that. And, but like, we've got we've got this guy who's just like, he's so inexperienced and he's not playing the position that he's probably played all his life. Um, and all the weight of the world on his fitting shoulders I, I do sort of worry for his mental health I mean he's uh, he, he seems to be getting on and that he's you know he's but like well liked yeah. aye but it's just you know it's not cutting the mustard like he's got he's got what two goals and it's just nah, it's not it's not what we need right now and uh, the season would be a lot easier and, and you know if you want to win a bloody if you want a, a cup run and that you, you need to put the bloody ball in the back of the net and Today there was a couple of chances, and let's say Lascelles was also guilty of missing the one. And I think Almiron could have done better with a bit of a half chance. But um, yeah, we're definitely, definitely a striker. And um, but Bruce wants to be careful playing media games because uh, you know it, it didn't it did uh, Rafa any favours like so. No. And it doesn't really it doesn't wash with anybody at the club. I don't think if you're gonna gonna do that like. But uh, we'll see how it, see how it plays out. Ah, uh, yeah, well, exactly. Well, we'll leave that particular match for now, mate. We've got the uh, replay coming up, and I think that I will be going to that. Um, oh, man. You know, um, I'll, I'll just nip. I'll just nip there from the university, which which is where I obviously work as a as a high flying academic. Yeah. Um, but um, so I'll just be around the corner from work. But uh, no, in terms <laughs> of the replay, tell me how how are you feeling about it right now? Um, because it's going to be tough. I think, you know, they've had a little bit of a wobble in League One, but I think you could probably put that down to the fact that that wobble's kind of almost coincided with them getting through in the FA Cup mm. um, to face us. The battered West Ham 4-0, and that was a, a strong West Ham side that Pellegrini put out. Um, I think it's going to be a tough game. I don't know how you feel about it, and, you know, how you feel about it, just what do we need to do better down there? Um, I, c- I can't help but... Like, Cast me mind back the last time we're down there and we got B3-0. Um, oh, good. But, uh, I mean, in the, in the way we play against Rochdale as well, it looked like get, getting that goal from uh, Almiron and you think, all oh, right, we'll, we'll just we'll do a professional job here, but we'll just let teams back in. And, you know, when you're on, on a home turf and it's like a, a big deal for the for the town and the city and um, big occasion and things like that, it's like... I don't know well I don't know we'll just tend to crumble a little bit but on the other side of things we've just said that um, we'll play better when we're not expected to and it's, it's weird that we'll, we'll potentially go to a League 1 team not expecting anything um, just just in the way that we're, that was set up and the way Newcastle really are at the minute um, but for me they just need to be they just need to be really a bit more professional about, about things and um, and almost just to slowly impose ourselves on the game, and you know they're going to have little uh, periods and spells in the game. Than, uh, Oxford, that is. So it's just like sort of riding them initial storm storms, and then they, they say just just passing the ball a bit better and and trying trying to get it to to the front three. That I'm sure will probably well, I'm, 
there will be changes I imagine the majority will will be playing um, unless suddenly it's just like it's going to be pied off and we'll suddenly see half the under 23s in there which I still think should be strong enough to get past I mean we're playing that bloody check of trade thing don't we against uh, League One sides where our under 23 squads like submitted to play against them and um, but I, I just think if we're just a bit more calm and a bit more assured um, I think I think we should be alright but I don't know it depends uh, the draw will be before that game as well won't it so if we've got like the carrot of another decent tie then we really should be going out all out to win it but say it's like we'll get Man City away or would, like I say I'm just going to pie it off and then well let, let Oxford go through sort of thing but I don't know but uh, oh the Oh, the joys, my friend. Oh, the joys of being in your Newcastle <laughs> fan and, <laughs> and, and being paranoid about going away to a League One club. Um, <laughs> it, it, it must be unique amongst um, must we must be unique amongst many football fans that we we get these kind of games yeah. and you have this genuine fear grip you. But um, yeah. I'm confident we're going to win, mate. Um, book your hotel in, in London for Chelsea away in the fifth round. Obviously, oh, so class, happy days. Um, <laughs> Well, we'll leave it there, Paul. Unless you feel you have anything else to add, mate. No, no. Um, I was, I was gonna say, like, I was gonna like start the podcast going beep, 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 thinking, oh, that's just the uh, open top bus reversing back into its garage. But, uh, oh, but uh, man, but no, Poor bus. I think, um, I think if we can just get through, I'm still, I still, I want, I want, I still want a, a decent cup run if we can, and it just like keeps the season alive a bit because I think we're. You know, we'll we'll be bouncing around to the fifteenth and ninth or whatever, like for the majority of the season. So I don't see why we shouldn't go for it as much as we can, and and uh, yeah, hopefully we do. But I think well, I, well, I tell you what, mate. Let's look at it like this. Let's look at the positives. Mm-hmm. The positive aspect is that for the first time in I believe what are we looking at fourteen years, we're in the draw for the fifth round of the FA Cup. Magic, yeah. Yeah, I'll tell you what, man. Cup, the cup is coming, yeah. It's coming, yeah, because it's obviously, you know, it was it's from Newcastle, clearly. Um, <laughs> th- thank you, mate. Um, and thanks to you, listeners. Hugely appreciate you listening. Big shout out to our patrons who pay about seven US dollars a month. I don't know what the exchange rate is at the minute. Um, it's not something I keep my eye on regularly, but I think it works out at roughly a fiver. Uh, you get a guaranteed four extra podcasts per week. Last week we had an interview with an Algerian football journalist on Nabil Bentaleb, as I mentioned. We have regular programmes, um, Chubby with any questions, Prem Pata, lots of stuff on there, regular match previews. Um, it's pretty good. <laughs> and if I wasn't part of True Faith, I would still be paying for it, definitely. Um, but thank you, everyone, and we will speak to you soon. Cheers. Cheers, man. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.